Welcome to Clarity to Launch, the podcast. I'm your host, Natanya Bravo, founder of the Bravo Life, business and mindset coach, and a woman on a mission to help you acknowledge that internal whisper and gain the clarity you need to launch a life you truly love. Years ago, I followed my own whisper and took a leap of faith, leaving behind a six-figure salary and everything I knew to fulfill a one-day dream of moving to Paris. That one tough decision led me to creating a seven-figure business, marrying the love of my life, and helping thousands of women use their passions to uncover their purpose and create the income and impact they were born to. It all boiled down to one decision. Was I going to keep telling myself one day or make today day one? Now it's your turn to decide. Clarity to Launch is here to give you the tools you need to guide you along the way. All you have to do is decide. So are you ready? It's time to launch the life you were born to live. Hello, hello. Today we are talking about sales calls also known as discovery calls, consult calls, clarity calls, whatever fancy name you want to put on it. At the end of the day, it is indeed a sales call (laughs) to see if you are a good fit for the potential client and if the potential client is a good fit for you. A lot of people miss that second part. You are also getting to make a choice on if that client is the right fit for you and your work and how you like to show up as a coach, consultant, or whatever role you play in your business. And so I'm going to talk through a top line process um, that I typically work through with my clients and what I do on prospective discovery calls. So get out your notebook and pen. We're going to give you some things to think about when you are doing your discovery calls to make them less awkward, less, I feel like I'm pressuring someone. I feel like I'm forcing someone because that is not the goal or intention. I know we don't like to use the word sales, but at the end of the day, if you have a business and you are not selling, it is not a business. It is a hobby. (laughs) So this is ultimately a sales call right now. A few things to just remember. Someone that's booking this call should already have an interest in working with you. They likely have digested some of your content. They are likely somewhat familiar with what you do. Maybe they were referred to you. Maybe they follow you already, but they should already have an interest in working with you. This is not a free pick my brain session. This is not let's girl chat. Let's kiki it up. No. <laughs> this has a clear intention of seeing if and how this might be a mutual fit. Now, before someone can get on a discovery call with you, you want to ensure that you've gotten some baseline information. I typically recommend creating some sort of short questionnaire, right? Anywhere between like four to eight questions on average, where you want to get a picture of where are they now in this current situation of whatever it is they're coming to you for, right? So if you're a career coach, I'm making this up, you would want to get a sense of what's their current career situation. What are they happy with? What are they unhappy with? What are they looking to shift? Where it is they want to be. So what is success in this area look like for them? If they were a level 10 of happiness in their career, for example, what would that look like? Have them tell you in their own words. And I think another point that a lot of people miss is what does the potential client believe is in between where they are and where they want to go? So their current situation in whatever area of life, work, or business you support with, 
versus where it is they want to go. What do they believe is in the way of that? And you may even want to go a step further in asking, what, if anything, have they already tried? Did it help? Why or why not? Again, this is going to prepare you to come to the call with more confidence, more clarity, and more direction so that you're not just kind of letting it be a free-for-all. We're talking about every single part of your life, your work, your business, and then you lose kind of control over the conversation and don't really know how to now pivot to, well, here's my coaching offer. And you do that weird pitch thing where you change your voice. We don't want that to happen. So I definitely recommend having some sort of easy questionnaire. Um, this is something that you can easily set up. I have a full training on this in my signature program, Clarity to Launch Academy, that goes far more in depth than I'll be able to go to on this episode. But I hope today to give you at least kind of a general direction of how you might want to be thinking about this and things that you might want to tweak in your current process to improve your results. And that doesn't mean that every call is going to be yes, that literally does not exist. And I, you probably don't want every call to be a, a yes, because again, it is a two-way street. You are also getting to choose who you want to work with. Yes. Even if you're just starting out. So when we first get on the call, we really want to set kind of what the goal, the purpose of the call is. So reminding them again of, you know, today is an opportunity for us to chat a little bit more about your current situation, where you are, as well as answer any questions you have. And I'm going to share a little bit about how we could potentially work together and kind of reminding them, you know, how, maybe how long it is. So we'll be on for about 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever your call length is, and always getting permission. This is something people miss. Before you ask someone for a sale, you want them to already have said yes along the process, the pre-sale process. So at this point, after I've confirmed like and reiterated what the purpose of today's call is, kind of what we're going to cover, how long it will be, that they'll have time to ask questions. I'm going to say, does that sound good to you? And a simple yes. Again, we want this to be a two-way streak. It's not just me driving the conversation. This person, I'm empowering them to make the right decision for them. So they need to be saying yes along the way that this is feeling good for them, that this is feeling right for them. And if it's not, then we can tweak, adjust, or go our separate ways, right? Then we want to look at what is their goal. You just said what your goal of offering this call is, but what's their goal? So I'd love to hear, you know, why did you book today? What and again, you can reference some things in the questionnaire. So you might be looking at, you know, tell me a little bit more about your current situation. Tell me a little bit more about your goals. Um, what is it? What would success look like for you in our coaching relationship? And this is where you need to listen. <laughs> I know a lot of us have a hard time doing this, but I, I don't mean just hearing. I literally mean listen, because you want to hear and listen the words that this person is using to describe their current situation. That is going to be so important that you were able then to mirror back to them exactly how they described it. What coaches and consultants have a tendency to do is take what someone says about their situation, about their goals, and then complicate it in a way that has nothing to do with what the current person just told you. So I want you to really be listening, taking notes on keywords, phrases that they're using to to describe both their current situation, their desired situation, what they've already tried, what their frustrations are, what success would look like to them. And then you, again, kind of what we did in that questionnaire, start to help you and them understand 
what have they already tried? What do they believe is missing? What do they believe is holding them back? What have they tried that has worked, that hasn't worked? How is not having this transformation affecting their, themselves, whether that's personally, professionally, relationships with their friends, with their family, their, their career trajectory, their money, their health, all of the above? you really want to get a sense of what does that look like and feel like for them. Again, we're listening here. We're not over talking. We're listening. And then you want to get a sense of, you know, what, what do they think that they would have to shift or change or create in order to get to their next level? And why is now at this time, this something that's important to them? Now, what we've just done is gone from starting the call with you setting what the purpose of the call, reiterating it, then getting it clear on why they booked the call, what was their intention, what was their purpose, and where are they now, where do they want to go, what do they believe is missing or holding them back from being able to accomplish that, as well as what have they already tried, and kind of why is this something important now to them. Now, that was a lot of listening that you were doing, right? So now we need to mirror back to them. At this point, you want to be using the same language as your potential client. So you want to restate to them, you know, based on what you told me, this is what I'm hearing and talk about the goals they just told you, what they think is in the way, what they have already tried and ask them, is that accurate? Am I getting that? Is there anything else that you want to add that you want to clarify? Again, we're asking permission, right? And you ideally want the person to say, yep, you've completely got it. That's exactly it. And now this is a point where now you get to speak up and share what you see for them and what you see as potential for your working relationship together. So this is where you're going to reiterate, great, so you've told me all that and I got that. Well, this is how I, what I work on my clients with specifically. And I believe, or I don't believe, if you don't believe you can help them, but assuming you do believe you can help them, I believe based on what you've told me that I would be able to support you with X, Y, and Z. That again, goes back to their specific goals and share a little bit about your process or way of working with your clients. So, you know, the way that we would do this is first we'd focus on A, then we'd focus on B, then we'd focus on C so that you're giving the client, you've, you've won made sure the client knows that you understand where they are, where they want to be, what's in the way. And then two, you've now said, this is what I do for my clients. This is how I do it. And this is specifically based on your situation, how I would customize my process and what our work together would look like. That does not mean on the first session, we're going to do this. And the second, they don't care about that. But if you can give them a general overview of this is what it would look like for us to work together over the next three months, six months, year, whatever that is, where someone can envision, okay, great. So we're going to address that. We're also going to address that. And they can kind of see how this could tangibly come together. That is where you're going to be able to do the selling. That is the selling. That's the part where you're selling. Before you've ever even asked for the sale, you are helping someone see if and how your solution can provide the transformation they desire, then we want to check in with them. We don't want to just keep talking and saying, okay, do you want to pay me now? <laughs> we want to actually check in. How does that sound? Is there anything else that you think is, is missing? Is there 
Does what sounds good? What part of it, you know, do you feel like would be really helpful? Is there anything else that you'd like us to cover in our work together? And when you start to talk in a term of, again, as this is assuming that you want to work with the client, when you start to speak in a way of already affirming that you're working together, i.e. so during our time together, this is what we would do. During our calls, you will blah, 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 right? So really helping them see that what it would look like, but almost saying like, as if it already is so that you are, they already have committed to working with you. Again, it's just going to put them in the mind of being able to visualize it. So this is where you'll want to ask, does this all sound good to you? What, any questions, any concerns, check in with them before you go for the ask, check in with them, let them say any concerns or questions so that you can address them beforehand. And then, okay, great. So you know, they may have already said, this sounds perfect. This is exactly what I'm looking for. But if they haven't, just ask, do you think that this is the right program? Do you think I'm the right coach for you based on what we talked about? And if they say no, or I'm not sure, find out what their potential hesitations are, what they're wondering, what their questions are. And now you have an opportunity to now present your offer, the tangible things. Because again, before someone can say yes to the tangible offer of it's 12 sessions, it's however much money, they have to say yes to, if I believe this person has something of value that can help my unique situation. We we need to have done all of that first. Do Do not pass go, do not collect $200, do not continue until you have done that. And so at this point is where we can then go into sharing your offer. Okay. So this is how I work with my clients. It's a three month container, six month container. We meet every week. We meet every other week. You have access to me in between calls. This is what that looks like et cetera, et cetera. You're going into the tangible logistics of your work. You'll get workbooks after each session, you'll have homework. And again, any questions? And then you can talk about payment, right? And so many of you get tripped up here, typically because you don't believe in the value of your your pricing. When people ask me how much to charge, the biggest thing is that you believe in your price, not that someone else believes in it. When you are so affirmed that you know that this is an amazing price, not that I'm devaluing my work, not that I'm overworking and being underpaid, but I know the value that I get for this is more than worth this price, you will say it with ease. And so I want you to just check in energetically where you are with your pricing right now and adjust accordingly. But essentially you wanna find out from there, you're gonna be presenting so this it's an $1,800 commitment. It's a $3,000 commitment. It's a $10,000 commitment Our, or you can do six monthly payments of X. How does that sound for you? Or you see how at every point that I say something, I am then checking back in with the potential client. This gives me a chance to address any potential questions, concerns, objections they have, not at the end when I've just dumped all this information on them and they can't even think straight anymore, but in the moment. So I'm going to ask, how does that sound for you? Oh, you know what? Uh, I think I can make that work, but I don't know. The monthly payments are a little high. Now it's an opportunity for you to say, okay, I can extend it one more month, for example, or no, that sounds good. I think I I actually want to pay in full. Great. Or, you know what? I really don't think um, that this is exactly what I need because I'm looking for something 
more hands-on. Okay, I can create something custom for you. Let's talk about what that might look like. So this is an opportunity for you to be able to have a conversation where it's not just a closed no, right? And of course, you're not going to be able to overcome every no. That's not the goal here, but checking in with someone and allowing them to say yes along this process multiple times. Yes, that's what I'm feeling. Yes, you got it. Yes, this sounds good. Yes, I think you're the right coach for me. Yes, I, I believe this program can help me before you ask them to say yes to the actual offer is really, really going to help your conversion rate. Um, once you've done that, I do recommend, you know, making sure that you've got all your ducks in a row already. So letting them know exactly what to expect next, whether you're going to do that over the phone or afterwards, totally up to you. But if you do do it after, I recommend having a timeline in place. One of my clients, she had a one-on-one -on -one client um, say yes on the call and then didn't book or pay. And it was honestly just because she didn't say like, I need you to let me know by X date or let's when, when can you let me know by and agree on a mutual agreed upon date? So I do recommend saying, so, you know, this is great. And, and again, give itself a breather. What happens is sometimes you get a yes and you're like, okay, I mean, is anything contrary? Uh, hold on, pause, <laughs> like be excited. Okay, great. I am so excited. I know that this is going to be an amazing partnership together. I cannot wait to support you. Let that marinate a bit. Let, they're also nervous. They just said yes to a huge time, money, personal change, professional change, all of it. And if you just speed over that, it doesn't feel good to the other person. And also you're probably going to be awkward speeding over it anyway. Let Say yes. Say, okay, thank you so much for trusting me. I'm so excited. This is going to be amazing. I just see so much potential for you and I cannot wait to just dive in with you. You know, however you want to say it in your own terms, but let that moment sit when someone does say yes. And then go into, so next steps will be that I'm going to send you an agreement for review to free to review and sign. You'll also have an invoice where you can make your first payment or pay in full. This is what that looks like. Um, and do, does that sound good to you? Again, we're always getting permission. Yes. Great. Okay. When do you think you'd be able to get me back the agreement and payment? And they may say, oh, I don't know. Right. Great. Well, I, if they don't give you a day and time that you are also in agreement with, of course, then you need to go and say, well, what I can do is I can save this spot until Monday, until Thursday. Does that work for you? Again, we're getting permission. They might say, no, can you give me an extra day? Sure. No problem. I can do that. But the point is to not leave the call without clarity on both ends on what the next steps are, what the expectations are, what the timeline is. Now, in between all of this, ideally you're not being a robot, right? So we've got to bring some of your personality to it, allow some place for improvisation, allow some space for to go quote unquote off script. It doesn't always have to be in this perfectly crafted order. I just wanted to give you a general outline because I think a lot of people stumble over this process. And I also think the important thing to remember is that Yes, you are selling, but you are always selling. Even before you say the price tag, you are selling. You are selling yourself, whether you're in business or not. We are all selling ourselves every single day in multiple ways. And so it is one, getting over the fear of no, and instead 
I actually chase the no because the quicker I can get to the no, the quicker I can see what do I need to tweak, adjust, or pivot so that I can get to my next yes. You cannot get to your yes without getting through the no's. So stop avoiding no's and instead just hurry up and get through them, obviously taking note of what you might need to adjust, tweak, or pivot along the way based on data. But guess what? You cannot get data until you go out and take action. So many of you are stuck in your head, not telling people to get on a call with you, not asking for the sale because you're so afraid of the no and am I going to say it right? And what if I do this wrong? Go and do it and then find out, okay, that worked. This didn't work. What can I shift and change? Let me go do it again. The people that have the most success are the ones who are actively searching out their next no so they can quickly get to the next yes instead of sitting, journaling, twiddling, thinking about what they may, can, should, or shouldn't do. They're going and doing it. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. That is the nature of being an entrepreneur. And so I hope that this was helpful for you to at least have some guidance and structure, but I also want to encourage you to know you're not going to do it perfect and it's perfectly okay. <laughs> I am really, really excited to connect with you all. Thank you so much for all the DMs about the podcast. It means the world to me. If this episode was helpful for you, please, please send me a DM on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever you are. I'm at the Bravo Life. I love getting all of your messages because Listen, this is a labor of love. I don't do this to make money. I do this to share and connect with all of you each week. So it really touches me that you listen. And I would love to know who you are. I don't get to see your faces. So again, just send me a message at the Bravo Life. And if this podcast has helped you in any way, whether it be this episode or any other episodes, please share with a friend and rate and review below. It means the world to me and helps us reach more amazing souls like yourself. I hope this episode gives you more clarity and proof that you can create a life you truly love. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review so we can continue to connect and serve those who are ready to use their ideas and experiences to positively impact the lives of others. If you want to connect more, follow me on Instagram at The Bravo Life.